Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you may be. Welcome, blessed and free family. I just, <laughs> it's going to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I just wanted to give a, just a little word, really. See what God's going to give us. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Every time I come on here, it's, for, it's to give a word that you want your children to hear, that we need to hear, to learn whatever we need to learn. So, Father God, bring forth your word. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. But what I wanted to start saying that, what I wanted to title it as is, he'll get his, he'll get the word out there to you. He'll get the, he'll get the word out. Yes, that's that's what I wanted to title it, and I wanted to see what he's going to say to us now. But it's funny. There's something that happened. It's happened today, with my um, with one of my grandson. But he came back from, <clears throat> he went to school. But he fell sick on the bus and he came back home. But the thing the thing about it is, it's something that since he's been home, there's something that he's told his mother that that um, I think it was yesterday. He, he heard a parent telling um, the child that um, she had to she even though she tested positive she still had to go to school because her mother didn't really have anybody at home to take care of her and she had to go to work. And my my daughter rang the school and told the school what he had, what he had said. But what but the funny thing about it is that every every time something's happening <laughs> somewhere in school, one of one of my grandchildren are, are always there to hear what's being said to hear what's being said because look at it now they're going everybody's going they're all going to school and then he has to be in that place and <laughs> he has to be in that position to just hear that God will get the word out there to you no matter what sometimes we go through things and we go through life and you know there's some things that happen to us that we have no control over but God gets the word out and then when God gets the word out, it tells us where we're in, where we are involved in it as well. And there's times that we have to repent and, and say and tell Him that we're sorry, certain behavior that that um that we did, and He gets the word out. And I was I've been reading I've been reading um Second Samuel and I think it's Second Samuel, verse verse no chapter twelve. And it's about um and it's going into David when when the the prophet came and was talking to David about what, what he had done what what he had what he had done with Beersheba and he's put and he put her husband out there in the on the battlefield that the Amorites could kill him. So God said that it's not the Amorites that killed him. David killed him by using the Amorite sword to kill him. And even though God loved David, because God said that, you know, when you think about it, God said to David that I gave you the kingdom. I gave you, I gave you even, I think the souls, the wives that were there, he, he got them. And he said, I would have give you, I would have give you anything that you asked for. But you, 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 um, and, and you decided to, to be, to act evil by, 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 um, taking Taking it is it is is what Uriah's wife, 
and not only that you took his you took his wife and then when and then then when he he, he came home and he and because he was so faithful to the crown he decided to, he, he wasn't going to go to his house he he slept outside he slept outside and when you when you when david david even got drunk as well to, to think that he'd want to go home and he still just stayed outside and slept and the next day david gave him gave him the letter gave him the letter to bring to bring to the command to bring to the the commander in chief to put him in the, to put him at the front put him in the front and then move away from him that that um that he can get killed that means that nobody nobody would know that he didn't sleep with his wife and david knew that the wife was pregnant because Bathsheba told him that she was that she was pregnant and when you look at it you, you sometimes it's hard for you to really understand sometimes there's a little things that you know sometimes people are having affairs and then they're instead of just 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 you, you know just moving out and leaving the people they'd rather and they and sometimes they just want to keep living a double life and they'd rather kill the person than let them find out that they've been having an affair what what and i always wonder what's that about when you hear certain stories and you say the reason why the person did kill is because they've done that and the thing that they've done never warranted for 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 them to lose their life so God was really angry with David about doing that and he told him he, he told him that everything that he'd done in secret is going to be done openly and it was done because his son did go it did did go and sleep with his wife that in public that everybody could see and the sword never left his house because one son was killing the other one son killed the other and all that and I, you realize that sometimes the things that the things that you that things that people do even as parents they don't realize they don't realize how far reaching it is because it also affects the children <laughs> it said david stayed at home when david was supposed to be in fighting when everyone else was fighting he stayed at home and because he stayed because he was he was where he shouldn't have been at that time because it wasn't sin for him to stay at home because it's the, the commentary was saying probably his men said to him you know you stay at home you've always been fighting so we'll go out but but he should have been out leading his men because when you when when you're not doing what you should be doing and you have too much time on your hand the devil can use those, those idle hands to do things that cost david it 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 cost it cost Uriah's wife, and it cost David his, his son as well, and it and it cost him peace in his house. And when you when you look at this, when you look at it, when the prophet came to t talk to David, and it was a story about the man that had his one ewe lamb, and the other man had had so much, and he took the he had visitors, and he took the 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 one ewe lamb that the man had. And David was mad. David was like he's saying, who is it that done that? And you know, when the prophet said to him, you're that man. You're that man. And it was said that God, God felt that David had used what David had done. 
it could have you it could have been used for people to blaspheme against God because they could have said that look how God look how much things God's done for David and look how what look how look how what he's done so what you know the behavior made would make God look bad because even sometimes there's people are trying to hide th hide things and there's things that people know that they've done and even when the de <laughs> the baby had to die. And David was still, even when God had told him before that, that the baby had to die, David, because David knew God's love and compassion, he was, on the, he was on the floor, he wouldn't eat, he wouldn't do anything because he's thinking that God might change his mind. There's things, in, there's things that God doesn't change his mind about and we have to understand that. There's standards that, that God has and if we fall below that standard, we have to repent, turn around and don't do it anymore. Because it will cost someone something. God is a faithful God. And he promised that he'll never leave us. He'll promise he'll never forsake us. But he wants us to live according to his standards. And we, we sometimes we, we take, you know, when, you know, it's just like when children have parents. And they know that they've got parents that will do this for them, do that for them. And even though parents will tell them, it's not time to move out yet. You, you need to have some more money behind you that when you this, you go out and you're getting your own place that you'll you'll you won't be in any financial difficulty and they'll 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 leave the house against their parents which and then when they're in financial difficulty the first person that they're gonna phone is their parents and they're stressing out their parents and they never listen to what to what the parents said and sometimes that's us as God's children as well he invites us we pray to him. Oh Father, we want it. We want it. We want it. We want a, a good husband. We want a good wife. We want this. We want that. And then when we get it, we start. To, we start to um go on our way. Be prideful and everything like that, and don't realize that that's not the way to behave. I've realized this. I realized this year more than any other year that this isn't the time to be prideful. This isn't the time to be ungrateful. This is a time to just be thankful, just thankful for what God has given you. And this is here, you know, on the Saturday, I think on the weekend, I think it was on the weekend or the Friday, I just felt that I should just go. I went on social media and just thank my children for just and for just being there for me, for being such blessings in my life. And it seems as if to say it was a time to thank everyone because <laughs> my other sons were, were thanking their elder brother for being there for them. Everybody was, and it was giving, they, they, they said, I think my youngest son said, giving flowers while people are still here. Because sometimes people are so precious in our life and especially in our lives. And the only time that, you know, that the only time that, that that anybody really knows how we feel about them is that it's usually at the funeral. In, or it's usually at the funeral where people are crying and say, oh, she was the best wife. She was the best mother. She was the best nutgrin. And they don't take the time. They don't. Give the flowers while the while people can smell them, that and no and nobody's hearing then except the people in the room because the person in the coffin can't hear anymore. Give the flowers out while people are alive. Give them a kind word. Let them know how much you appreciate them. It makes a difference because words are important. The words that we get are important. I'm a person that like words. I, I ever 
overheard a couple on the uh, uh, two elderly ladies talking on the bus before, and they was talking about p p birthday cards. They were saying they were <laughs> they were saying that, like, have you noticed that sometimes when people send you the card, all they do, they don't write in it or say anything. All they do is just ad just address it and with their name and that's it. And they, because they were saying that cards are supposed to be heartfelt greetings as well and even though you're saying the word you're buying the card to say this is what i think but when you add something of yourself to it as well it makes a difference because i like that and whenever i, I get cards and my, i get my children write those right things in my card as well and it touches my heart and there's time there's times when i'm going through papers because i don't throw them away and i see cards and i see bible verses in them and things that that i never remember seeing before and seeing what they think of me and, and it, it's important i i am i am a scribe i i really do like writing and i do like expressing and letting people know how i feel and it's important it's important the things that we do when we have when people have birthdays and we we can afford it. We buy them we buy them gifts, or we give them something to let them know that we appreciate that that we appreciate them. We need to we need to recognize the people that God put in our life, and just ask God to forgive us <laughs> the people that have been in our life and we haven't really appreciated them as we should, because I, you know, when God will talk to you and say to you, you know what, your behavior wasn't right, because <laughs> He talks to me. He talks to me. Usually, usually if the next morning when I get up and he hasn't told me anything, I said that I've had a good day. And he always gives me an opportunity to say sorry, you know, to say sorry and to build back fences that the enemy has broken down. We need to trust God. We need to believe his word. We need to walk in his purpose. And we need to try to be the best the best that we can be not in showing off to say we're this we got this or we got that but just in character building and just content and just considering other people's feelings because a lot of the times we just sometimes we carry baggage over from bad relationships people that have done wrong done us wrong and then other people come into our life and we we, we turn situations around to match those even though they don't match and then we start really abusing people and not really knowing that people have arts just like we do. We start thinking that only it's only our art that's important and not the art of others. But I think God wants us to hear the word and the word is to have compassion, not to take people for granted because love is in the air. And if we if we don't if we're not careful, we'll lose our chance of of meeting people that will well and truly love us and care for us the way that God wanted people to do. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your covering. We thank you for your goodness and mercy. We thank you that you're not a God that makes us live below standards, that you, you, don't, you don't want us to lower our standards. You want us to rise up to be all that you have called us to be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone. Jesus loves you.